When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. FPL Game Week 22 transfer plans. Game Week 21 is almost over, finally, after two weekends of football. So today I'm going to take you through my first transfer plans going into Game Week 22. Of course, I still own players like Salah, who's now injured. We also own Trent Alexander-Arnold as well, and we are waiting for injury news on Erling Haaland. So nothing to be confirmed during this video, but we're going to take a first look at my Game Week 22 team selection. What is up everyone? Welcome back to another video. FPL Harry here. Game week 22 transfer plans. Before we dive in, 1000 likes on the videos there and subscribe if you are new around here. It is good to be back. We took a little week off just because there was no real point recording until the game week was over and we'll still be not uploading massively until we see some of the FA Cup results next weekend. But to have a little bit of a discussion about where I'm at with my team and what I think going forward. My team for game week 22 is lining up as it does on screen at the moment. Of course, to note, I currently still have Mo Salah and I currently still have Trent Alexander-Arnold sitting on my bench, both of which would start for me this week if I had them available. At Chelsea at home, of course, Salah would probably come in for Anthony Gordon and then, of course, Trent would probably sub in for Kieran Trippier this week. It's a 3-4-3. We've got Poro in there. We've got Gabriel, both returning strongly this week, particularly Gabriel. Into midfield, Saka continues to disappoint. Cole Palmer does very well continuously. Phil Foden, who was my new transfer in going into game week 21, who did blank, but still happy that I've bought him. Anthony Gordon up front, Alvarez, Solanke and Watkins. Now, straight away, my transfer plan always will continue to revolve around when Erling Haaland is going to be back. I do have two free transfers though. So if Erling Haaland is going to be back, I have a couple of routes I can go down to bring him in and we'll talk about those in just a moment. But if Erling Haaland is not going to be back, which is probably my current prediction at the moment is that he will not be available because it doesn't look like he's massively in training, especially not full team training yet for Manchester City, which is a little bit of a concern. So right now I need to make a plan whether we think Erling Haaland is going to be back available for that game in game week 22 of which I might end up captaining him or whether he's not going to be available at all. So the first thing to do is either going to be Solanke or it's going to be Julian Alvarez who's going to leave my team and go up to Erling Haaland. But if Haaland's back, De Bruyne looks good. I'm just not sure Julian Alvarez is nailed at all for minutes. So I do think Solanke up to Haaland is probably the route to go. Now, I'd have to free up a lot of money to do that. I could just sell Salah. But the initial sort of report from the Egypt camp is that he's not likely to be out for a massively long period of time anymore, Mo Salah. He might miss game week 22 if he was going to be available anyway. He 
Egypt might still be in the African Cup of Nations anyway. Game week 23, he might miss as well. But game week 24 is still three weeks away from now. And they play Burnley at home in game week 24. And that is the fixture that I'm really targeting for. Of course, they're predicted to get a double in game week 25 if they do progress in the Carabao Cup to the final, which of course clashes with game week 26. So if Salah is likely to be back for Burnley at home in 24 and then doubling game week 25, I probably want to hold on for him because that's only two weeks that I'd sell him for before I have to go and buy him back. So it would make more sense right now with how long we expect Salah to be out for to probably keep him in my team and free up money elsewhere to go and buy Erling Haaland. I've got 2.5 million in the bank. The first bit of money, as much as I hate the transfer because I've held Trippier this long, plus the fixtures from game week 23 onwards look so nice for Newcastle. Kieran Trippier is probably the most expendable player for me at the moment in terms of my premium players. We'll talk about a couple of others in another moment. Trippier is 6.7 million and Purvisor Stupinan does feel like the most obvious defender that I could go and bring him in his place. 5.1 million. Now, it isn't enough money. It gets me part of the way. It would still leave me about 3 million short of the Alvarez up to Erling Haaland move. Of course, I could do Watkins up to Haaland and that would get me much closer, but I still would have a little bit of money that I'd have to free up. So Alvarez up to Haaland is the plan and then Trippier down to a Stupinan would free up part of the money I need, but not all of it, of course. Now, in terms of the other transfer to free up the rest of the money, there are two assets that I really am considering selling for my team. The first of which is Bakai Saka of Arsenal. Very disappointing. Plus, he was my captain this week. The fixtures are okay. They're not massively great after they play Nottingham Forest away in game week 22. The other one is Ollie Watkins. Again, the returns have dried up. Aston Villa don't look like they're firing as well as they used to. Plus, of course, the fixtures. The fixtures are pretty good still for them compared to Saka, but the returns are not there, and he's not on penalties as well, so there's just one less route to points, whereas Saka is on penalties and on some corners as well. In order to make the decision of whether I sell Saka or whether I sell Watkins, it will probably come down to the Chelsea versus Aston Villa game in the Cup. Now, you're probably thinking, well, that doesn't massively implicate Saka that much. However, Game week 29 is the big blank game week of the season. Chelsea play against Arsenal in the cup. Now, Arsenal are already out of the cup. So if Chelsea lose in the cup, Chelsea-Arsenal will be guaranteed to be played in game week 29. Whereas if Aston Villa lose in that game, game week 29 will likely be a blank for Saka. But West Ham versus Aston Villa, of course, West Ham are already out of the FA Cup as well. West Ham versus Aston Villa will go ahead in that. So thinking about getting the most players out for the blank in game with 29, it might feel like a long time away. But if Aston Villa lose in the cup, I'll more likely keep Watkins. Whereas if Chelsea lose in the cup, I'll more likely lose Saka because of that fixture in game week 29. In terms of selling Saka, if I do the Trippier move and the Alvarez move, it leaves me about 6 million in the bank to buy a midfielder. The number one pick would be Eze. If Huangi Chan was potentially going to be back for Wolves, he's another one that I look at. Eze does have some nice fixtures coming up. Elise's not that far away from returning. And we do expect Eze potentially to be on penalties. It could be Elise, but also play Sheffield United at home in game week 22. So not a bad short-term option. In terms of Ollie Watkins, Ollie Watkins to Chris Wood would probably be the move. I've had about 5.5 million. I could go to Raul Jimenez. I potentially could punt on Jao Pedro, but with some of those Brighton players returning from injury, it would cause me a bit of a rotation headache going into some of those doubles and blanks. 
And of course, Brighton do play Manchester City in game week 29. So they're almost guaranteed to blank in that week. Whereas Nottingham Forest, the chance of that blank happening is definitely less than a Manchester City Brighton blank in that week. So Alvarez would go up to Harling. Trippier would go to Purvis Estupanan. And I'd have to do one of these two moves, of course, for a minus four to free up the rest of the money. Now, of course, there's a potential that Erling Haaland is not going to be back. So I don't need to go and make that move. I don't need to make any of those moves. So, but I still have two free transfers. So I will want to make another move. Now, the boring thing with Charlie Taylor being yellow flagged at the moment, and we don't really know how long he's going to be out for, I could just replace him with an asset that I, I much prefer in Branthwaite at Everton. That Everton defence looks so much more solid than Burnley does. So I could make a little sideways move and just upgrade my bench a little bit. I could also either sell Gabriel or I could sell Trippier as well. Trippier to a Stupinan is probably the most sensible thing because it's one of the transfers I have to do to buy Erling Haaland into my team anyway. So I could just bring that a week forward. A Stupinan has a better fixture than Trippier this week anyway. The other one potentially is Gabriel. Now I know he's just scored 18 points, but Gabriel and Arsenal's upcoming fixtures are nowhere near as nice as they have been over the past few weeks. He also plays in game week 26. Of course, they play Newcastle. I spoke about Saka potentially being either a good or a bad option depending on that cup result. And if Gabriel's likely to blank in game week 29 because Chelsea win in the cup, it just makes him a much less appealing asset going forward. Now, yes, he's just come off the back of an 18-pointer. So in theory, selling him is a little bit more difficult than maybe it would have been if he'd have blanked or just got six. But I do think part of FPL is being able to jump off assets after they've scored points because you're not massively sure they're a good asset going forward. So Gabriel could go. The sensible move, if we have no Erling Haaland update, we don't think he's going to be available, would just be Trippier to a Stupinan, take some more money and get closer to getting Erling Haaland back with the transfers I've got next week. Now, just a reminder of why I advise not making any early transfers again going into game week 22. By the game week 22 deadline, there is still so much that we will learn. Of course, we will know the blanks in game week 26 because we have the second legs of the Carabao Cup semi-finals. We will also likely know if that if those fixtures that are blanks in game week 26 are going to move into game week 25 as are predicted at the moment. We'll get injury news on Haaland and Trent and some others as well. Plus, of course, Mo Salah, if he's going to be available, when Egypt are going to get knocked out of the African Cup of Nations as well, because we'll know all the way up to the quarterfinals still to be played in the African Cup of Nations by the game week 22 deadline. And we will have the next round of the FA Cup. So that Saka versus Watkins news will know who's likely to blank in game week 29 as well, because there'll only be one round of FA Cup fixtures between game week 22 and game week 29. So we'll be able to predict, for example, if Manchester City get a very easy draw, the chance of them blanking in game week 29 is very high. But for example, if Manchester City draw Liverpool, then maybe the chance of them blanking is a little bit lower. So there is still so much to learn. So although we're talking game week 22 transfer plans, still wait and don't actually confirm them. Make the plans, but don't make the transfers. So just to wrap up, my plan still is to find a way to get Erling Haaland in this week. And currently, I still think holding Salah is the best route for me. So Alvarez, probably Saka or Watkins and Trippier will go. Three of them will go. So Trippier down to a Stupinan, Alvarez up to Erling Haaland, and then either Saka or Watkins will go for a minus four to buy him in. Or if we don't expect Haaland back, then Trippier to Purvis Stupinan will be my one transfer this week. And that will probably leave the Kamsi armband on Julian Alvarez because if Haaland's not back 
Alvarez playing up front for Manchester City with De Bruyne and Foden feeding him at home to Burnley is probably the plan. Now, I haven't mentioned Kevin De Bruyne in this video at all. He did just score a 12-pointer, but I still don't really have a plan to buy him. If there is going to be a time where I want Salah, I want Haaland, I want Trent, I want, you know, Saka, maybe Watkins, one of those two. I still don't have the value in my team to free up money to also do Kevin De Bruyne in for probably Phil Foden. So as much as I like him as an option and think he could be a great short-term punt, the minutes risk is still there and I still don't have the value in my team to go and do it. So those are some first transfer plans for game week 22. Let me know what you think. What are you planning on doing with your team going into the upcoming game week? Still waiting for the FA Cup results. Any questions about your team as well, drop it all in the comment section down below. Thank you so much for watching. Like and subscribe before you go and I'll be back again very soon. Podcast Network.